And this week's parasha deals with a, a, a big chunk of the life of Yaakov Avinu. 20 years by Laban. A very, very important part of his life. It's the part of his life that he reached the great title of Titan Emet Yaakov. It's the part of his life that he became the father of the Shivatim. It's a very, very fundamental part of his life that really shapes who he was. I want to bring out one point today. Obviously, a parasha like this has so much in it. But I want to bring in one point today. We know that Yaakov Avinu was the Av that represented Galut. Meaning in other words, Yaakov Avinu was the Av that represented dealing with challenges, dealing with the challenges of the world around us, the Yetzirah, the different forces that try to uproot our religion, our connection with Hashem, tries to uproot our ability to live a spiritual life, a nitzchiyistic life. That's Yaakov Avinu. Yaakov Avinu faced those challenges in a tremendous way. We know he says, "Im Lavan Garti, v'Tariag Mitzvot Shamarti." All of the Tariag Mitzvot were challenged in the presence of Lavan. He was. We say in the Haggadah that Lavan bikesh la'akoret akol. His worst temparo. Faced terrible challenges in his life. And what was the Mida? What's the Mida? That one needs to fight these challenges. This is very important for us to know. If Yaakov Avinu was Emet, that means that the Mida of Emet is the Mida that's needed to challenge, to face these challenges. So there's a lot to talk about that. Understand the Midah of Emes. And understand the Torah, which is Emet, which gives us the clarity of truth and how it works to fight the Yetzirah. It's a big subject. But today I want to talk about one facet of truth, which is a very, very fundamental principle. It's really a side of Rabarin Kukla in the Sefer Mishnah Rabarin. In the first volume, the name of the piece that we're going to speak about, obviously, you should look it up yourself and go through the piece because it's extremely fundamental. And the name of the piece is Banim Atem Lahashem Elokechem. It's going on the Pasuk that says, We are the children of Hashem. It's talking about the Halachot. If a person has a close relative that passed away, so the way of the world was to express sorrow and pain to a great level, and it would cause them to cut themselves or to make a bald spot in their heads to show the tremendous amount of grief that they have and the sorrow that they have, and they feel that they can't move forward in life and they can't live without this person. And the Torah forbids that. Although we have Avelut, but we have laws governing Avelut to what degree. 
But the Torah makes a hakdama, makes a preface to that halacha that says, Lot it go to do. It first says, Banim Atem Lahashem Elokechem. And that's what Rabban is going to talk about. But I just want to bring out a point that he says, I'm just going to bring it out in a little different presentation that he says it for our discussion here. Rabban is talking about something which is very misunderstood in the world, but very much discussed in the world. Rabban is talking about what we would call in English self-esteem or self-worth. So this is a big topic. Everybody talks about this topic, but let's hear the Torah shkafa on the topic. But Rabban makes a statement, two statements in his piece, which we're going to try to appreciate by going through it. He says, number one, that understanding your value, knowing your worth, having proper self-esteem, zekorem gadol ve'ikri l'tikuna ma'asim yoter mikol. It is the greatest tool that we have to reach ma'asim toiv. And then, and he explains it. He explains it. That means the biggest protection against sin, which he speaks out the flip side of the coin on this side, that a person who doesn't have a self-esteem will fall in every sin, and what protects us from every sin and brings us to greater mice, and what gives us the strength to overcome challenges is self-esteem. That's what Baron's Yisoyim. Now we're going to see how self-esteem is connected with truth. Because self-esteem has to be a truthful self-assessment and value of the self. That's the truth. And not the proper self-esteem is going to be a false sense of identity. It doesn't mean that you don't come across confident. And it doesn't mean that you don't come across that you have self-esteem. So don't mix up those two things. It's the true self-esteem, which is emet, which is the protection against all sin. It's what gives us the strength to overcome challenges. And it's the false self-esteem, not a guy who walks around like a nebuch case, but a person who has a false self sense of self, which is constantly going to fall. Now, he brings a proof how self-esteem and self-worth is a very important tool to overcome challenges because he brings the halakha that says that a person who eats in the street he brings the Gemara and Kedush one who eats in the street he's walking down the street he's eating the pizza whatever it is without going into all the halachic details what's considered but if he's he's posseleides this man is disqualified from saying testimony in the court. The Rambam Paskin is like that. It's 100% Asur. We don't accept the person's Eidus. The Rambam says, Now hear the words of Rabbi in a second. Let's try to appreciate what he's saying. What is this person's biggest problem? He doesn't 
have covered for himself. He doesn't know his value. He's a human being. A human being should have some self-respect and some self-esteem and he shouldn't embarrass himself by eating in the street. Maybe the guy is Yirat Shomayim. He's a religious God-fearing Jew. He's not a liar. So, in general, what makes a person disqualified for being an aide is if he's a Russia. He's a Russia the Chavos. He steals. He's uh, whatever the, the different halachas and hilchas. Uh, Aidus's. This guy doesn't have that issue. He prays Shachrit, Mincha, Arbit, Shomer Shabbat, Shomer Torah. He's a fine gentleman. He just doesn't have self esteem. Doesn't know his value as a human. The Rambam, the, the Rabbarim says, the Chazinan, and we see from here, the Kavan Shehinoi Bozui Ba'atzmon. Why? Why do we trust the aid? Because he has your shemayim. Because we don't think he's a chakra. Why do we trust him? Because a human being has a hergish. It's beneath my dignity. To do something like this to another person. Which means, let's try to appreciate the depth. We're talking about over here, evidently this person has a challenge. Doesn't mean that people who eat in the street go around saying, Aid the Sheker on people. It's posh like that. But it's faced with a challenge. So what helps you overcome the challenge? Maybe he's being offered a million dollars for it. I don't know what the challenge is. Whatever the challenge is, what helps you overcome the challenge? You have a desire to do it. The Yetzirah is begging you to do it. You're being nipshak after it. So what's the line of defense? The line of defense is it's below my dignity as a human being to do that. And therefore I will not do it. Even though I desire it. And that's what gives people a cheskas kashras. Dignity. Human dignity gives you the cheskes kashras to overcome the challenge to do what it says in the Torah. The Yerushalayim itself is not going to do the trick when you're faced with a challenge. It's your self-esteem that will do the trick when you're faced with the challenge. That's what Rabbi Aaron is saying. Later on in the piece he brings a Gemara that says if he loses an eye and an object, he loses something. A tamihacham is very, very high level of nemonis. So a normal guy, if he lost something and he says, "I lost it," and you know, you you, you make an announcement, you found something, it comes, he has to give you simanim. He has to prove it that it's his. But a tamihacham is neman with what we call. Tfias Ayin. If he says, I recognize it that it's mine. He doesn't give you simonim. And the Gemara says, what type of Tamiya Hakam? Not every Tamiya Hakam. Not every learned person has that. And he quotes the Gemara. 
that the Gemara says it has to be a person who he's very careful that he wears his clothing the proper way. It's not inside out. That means Adam Mechubad. An Adam Mechubad dresses like an Adam Mechubad. If he is a Tamachacham, but he doesn't dress like an Adam Mechubad. Imagine a guy knows Shas, he knows Poiskim, and he comes in with all these types of bigadim that you see around, that people that don't have self-respect, or are not noble people, or great people, wouldn't walk around like that. If he does not know his value, if he doesn't understand what he is, he's lacking the belief of a Tamachacham. It means it's not the knowledge of Torah that gives him that belief. Has, it's the knowledge of Torah, but he has to validate and identify with that as true as well. That's a self-esteem thing. And that's what gives him the name on us. So this Rebaran is setting up a fascinating insight that we need to understand our identity. Based on our true identity and self-worth, that's how we behave and we don't want to ruin our identity. A very important point. I'm going to come back to one of his Gemaras in a minute, but I'm going to present again differently than him. So what is our identity? That's the question and that is the biggest struggle of man. <clears throat> so the Pesach says, Banim atem Hashem you are the children of God. Bonim atem lahashem alaykechem. What's a ben? A ben is not just stam. He comes from his father. He has the characteristics of his father in him. That means we actually have the godliness in us. The midas of Hashem. The chelak alikaimi mal. The neshama. We have, we are bonim lahashem. We actually... In an analogy to understand it like a true biological child. We have godliness in us. And therefore what? So the Torah says, you have to walk around with a certain dignity. With dignified manner. If you lose somebody, you can't bring yourself to a state that you lose your dignity, that a child of a king should have the dignity and carry himself in a certain way. Very interesting. It doesn't say that the reason why we can't overly get crazy when somebody dies is because the Chil Hashem, you're making him believe as if God doesn't exist. No, that's not the point. Covid order. Because your dignity. You have to know your value. You have to know your worth. So, so humble it is that you can't lose yourself. And Rabbi says, if that's the external, if that's the clothing, is that the behavior, external behavior, you have to behave like the son of a king. Because that's your whole covet. And that's your whole self-esteem. This is me. This is me. What's your identity? Your identity is your soul. Is your identity. Is the character. Because if you wouldn't, if bottom line, Let's get to Amkis here. If a person has a body and he has a soul, and a soul is one of the things he has, so it doesn't have to identify him, then it wouldn't be Mechayev that did the Lois is going to do. 
That means if there's a din of loyses gaitim, because since your entire essence is that you're bonim, so therefore loyses gaitim. That's who you are. And Rabban quotes the Gemara that Hillel, when he went to the bathhouse and when he fed himself, when he went to eat, he said, "I'm doing chesed with my body. You don't do chesed with yourself. You do chesed with others." That means that Hillel understood that he, who is he? Who am I? I am my spiritual self. The body is important to me. So I got to feed it. I'm feed, it's like as if he's feeding someone else. So the true identity is the bonim atem la'ashem alekechem. Is the midot that you have in you. The spirituality that you have in you. That is your true identity. And if you felt about yourself that you were ben melech, you would never sin because it's below your dignity. You wouldn't behave like a person who is just a behemoth, a body, without a soul. So we have a full sense of identity. Rabbi talks about that because as children, we don't recognize ourselves, our seichel and our neshama. We only know ourselves as a body. Jesus, the loneliness of man. That became our identity. That's the identity. We have to change that. We have to get out of the grip of that identity of the body. When a person sits there and he talks about his restaurants and his foods and his and his trips and his beaches and you know that's aloneness. It's aloneness of a human being. That's the low part of you. That's your body. So basically, we're in a tug of war. That's why we don't know what our identity is. We struggle with an identity crisis because the body has needs. The body has needs. And the body wants attention. And the body wants recognition. So the body's saying, I am you. Give me all your attention. It's like a little child wants every bit of attention 24 7. That's your body. But then sometimes your soul comes out and says, No, no, I'm the real you. So you, you have an identity crisis. We have to see it like the way Hillel saw it. The me is the soul. The bonimatim l'ashem. The k'toyishim tiyu. Mamleches kain negoy kodosh. That's who I am. I have a body too because I do the avoida with the body. And the body has needs too. Yes, it has needs. But I do chesed with the body. That's chesed. Because that's not the definition of me. It's not the definition of me. And he's saying something fundamental. That if a person wants to grow in spirituality, overcome challenges, even if he's a regular, a regular Jew has to know Bonamatem Lasha. He says, Kavachoymer, a person who's a Ben Torah, if he can't understand the value of it, then he can't live up to the greatness of what it is to be a Ben Torah. And he's saying, even on the external level, why do we care so much if a Ben Torah looks like a Ben Torah? Why do we tell the guy, you're a Yeshiva Bachar, you're a Ben Torah, look that way. Why? What do you care? The Torah says, because you have no self-worth. You think that you're a regular guy who happens to be sitting in a shul learning. And then you will fall in every challenge because you're regular. 
nothing special about you. There's nothing noble about you. And you got to get this clear. Baron speaks that at the end of the Mimer. This has nothing to do with Gaiva. It's actually the opposite of Gaiva. False self-esteem can come from Gaiva. This is real self-esteem. It's actually humility. Because if I could see myself, that Hashem made a relationship with me as a child to a father, and He instilled in me His Midas and His Kedusha, that should make me feel humble. What did I do to deserve that? Why was I chosen to be the Mamlechas Kainu Vigoy Kaddish? That humbles me. On the contrary, this proper self-esteem humbles me. And this is what we call emet. This is emes. Because if you know the truth about who you are, then you will behave that way as well. And you can't know the truth about who you are if you can't act and behave in an external way that's befitting of that thing. The guy's like, oh, sure, big deal. He walks around the street, he eats pizza. Hashem. You don't understand that. Lie in court. Put a man in jail. Perhaps kill him. Take his life. Why? Because he eats pizza in the streets? You're joking me. But that's what Rabbi says, says in Chazal. Because we don't know nothing about Yetzirah. We know nothing about what it takes to grow. And Rabbi says every Ben Torah is faced with tests. And he knows nothing what it takes to fight those tests. So he laughs his rabbi in the face when his rabbi tells him to look like a Ben Torah and a Chasana. Because he knows better. It's all, I have Yerushalayim, I have this and that. Clap, clap. But if you don't know your value, Ata lo yachol la'amod b'nisayon. That's the reality. This is a piece that we need to internalize. A true self-assessment. But we get confused. Because our body also pops up every once in a while. We get confused. Our body has needs and, has, and it tries to give us that feeling that this is my true identity. This is me. So we get confused. It's fine. This is part of life. This is part of growing. This happens to all of us. But we need to understand that we need to move in that direction of trying to internalize Bonim Atem Lashem Elekechem. We have to try to live that part. We have to try to dress that part. We have to try to feel that part. Slowly, I'm not talking about intense, wild changes. You know, I don't, I don't have to speak that out of your speech because you know my style. But I speak it out anyway, just in case of emergency. You know, I don't want anybody snapping over here. You know, it's not good. But I'm giving you the hashkafa, the pure, clear, unadulterated hashkafa, and that's the direction that you have to push and grow towards. Obviously, in a step-by-step, normal way. But that's the true hashkafa. We'll stop over here.